we're, we're giving away a lot of shit today. So. I don't know. You know what's really funny though is like there's there's always these little keywords and phrases and stuff that I hear and I start singing a song. So it's just a random thing. Usually when I start these, it's some sort of song, but uh, uh, I don't know. I didn't have the inspiration to start one today. So uh, either way, it's Tuesday. It is so crap going out it looks like all right we've we've had a little bit of internet issues uh so hopefully it's not going to be too crazy or too bad um but we got a jam show for you today yo what's going on today how you doing i'm doing good as long as you don't go out (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like don't cut out yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh i know it sucks (laughs) i'm screwed i'm trying so hey if, if i go out if I go out, then you just keep continuing on, and then I know uh, I, I, we'll, we'll I, I, try to have all the screenshots. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll bring the screenshots out in a minute. But <laughs> oh, my God. All right. oh man! All right. Well, let's uh, let's go over what we got going on today. We got quite a few different topics uh, right now. Again, you can find us on YouTube. We are streaming on Rumble, I think. I'm not sure, uh, and also uh, Facebook. Uh, so it's going to be kind of cool there. Um, I'm going to have to check to see if we're on Rumble once we start going. But, uh, uh, yeah, you can find us on that. You can also find us on – what are you laughing at? Uh, Vinny, I'm laughing. <laughs> There's an inside joke that just happened there. So, Vinny Cuz from Florida. Oh, I, I was thinking I was going to have to come over there and hit you with my, my rolling pin. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> don't do that don't do that we haven't even started yet don't do that because i don't want to lose my stuff so <laughs> <laughs> well uh we'll, we'll save that for the funnies i guess later or something but uh all right yeah we got a game packed show today for you uh, we got a couple of uh, announcements and stuff to go over first uh we have our sponsor which we'll get to in a minute uh we have a uh, curbivore announcement which uh sergio you're going to be ta- ta- talking about that uh, we have a giveaway so stay tuned for that we're going to be talking about what we're going to be giving away how you enter uh, and we're going to kind of give a quick quick thing about it because both Sergio and I have one, uh, which is pretty cool. So we'll get in that in a second. Uh, we're going to be talking about DoorDash earnings report uh, that just came out last week. We're going to be talking about the DOL, Department of Labor, labor uh, the rule change, uh, some updates and what's going on there. Uh, Uber is integrated into Apple CarPlay to accept and deny requests, which is pretty cool. Uh, my new car now has CarPlay, so I get to test this out. Um, I did test it out recently and it I think it. I got like the the pre version of it or something, so I didn't. I didn't have the ability to accept and decline, but I got to try again, um, and then I'll make a video on that. But we'll we'll get to that in that segment. Uh, we're going to be talking about Uber Pro rewards. Are they continued? Is it, you know a second one? What's going on there? Uh, Uber and Lyft fares are skyrocketing. Are drivers getting any benefits from that or what? Uh, then we're going to be talking about what type of driver are you. Uh, we're going to go to Lyft is now charging passengers wait time. Are they passing on to the drivers or what's going on there? Uh, there's a new underage or unaccompanied minor cancellation screen. So we're going to go over that. And then we're going to go and we're going to end the show on some good notes with some funnies, feel good, and a couple success stories there. So um, wow. with that being said, yeah, we got a packed show. With that being said, uh, so let's give a special thanks to today's sponsor, Legal Rideshare. Uh, and again, if you haven't seen uh, Brian come on the show and talk about Legal Rideshare, what they do, how they're helping drivers, uh, I suggest definitely going back, uh, checking out that live show or even the couple snippets that we have with them. Uh, it's definitely something 
you know, if you are on the road, you definitely face a higher risk of getting into an accident, something like that. So uh, Legal Rideshare is definitely there to help. Um, they are also uh, one of uh, our sponsors, which is awesome. So one of the things too, if you're a full-time gig worker, uh, you may have had the unfortunate experience of being involved in an accident, or like I said just now, the likelihood of getting into an accident being on the road more. Um, so they are bringing the episode uh, as today's sponsor, and they've helped out, they've helped drivers like you put millions of dollars back in their pockets for car accident and injury claims. If you want to learn how, make sure you visit the link in the description below. And also, as I said before, and I'll say again, uh, grab their phone number, put it in your phone, put it under legal rideshare, and then in the event something does happen, like an accident, uh, it's definitely good to have on hand uh, because they'll be able to let you know exactly the steps that you should be following to make sure the process is smooth, easy, and if they can't help you in your particular area or state, they can definitely put you in touch with somebody that does. Yes, All right. Sir. So uh, let's move on. Uh, let's talk about Curbivore. Sergio, oh, if you want to talk about okay. that. Sure, yeah. So Curbivore, um, I was there last year. Um, fantastic event. Um, it's the brainchild of the founder of Rideshare Guy, Harry Campbell, with his partner, Jonah Bliss and Tracy Chow. Um, it takes place at an open parking lot in downtown Los Angeles on March 3rd. Take a note, all LA drivers, because I have a giveaway for you guys. Um, March 3rd is a Friday, which is next Friday, not this Friday, obviously. Hopefully the weather is going to hold up, but you know, we do have a lot of tents and, and, and coverage. It's a massive, massive parking lot we're taking over this year. It's almost twice the size that it was last year. And last year, great success, obviously. So that's why we're moving forward with um this year's event march 3rd again and if you guys want an address although actually the best way to do this for you guys la all la drivers it doesn't have to be right here by the way this is mostly also delivery um you know go to curbivore.co c-u-r-b-i-v-o-r-e dot c-o all the information is there it's on olive the parking lot you know parking plenty all over the place um, so this year we have actually more of a driver centric, uh, sponsor panel. So obviously Uber Eats is going to be there. Uh, Automotus is going to be there. Every is going to be there. Stevo, Wave, Pico Deliveries, Para, Gridwise, Solo, Alto, Beans AI, Endless. Okay. But the theme this year is all these apps and companies from payroll to actually navigation, to safe parking, all these apps that are popping up, just like Gridwise and Solo. In fact, we had the CEO of Solo, Bryce Bennett, on our show. Para CEO, um, um, he's going to be there. You know, we had them on a couple, three months ago. There's going to be a lot of CEOs of these companies who are actually helping the rideshare and delivery drivers with their, you know, third-party apps. The idea is how to monetize the curb and how to make things safer, obviously, for all of us who drive and deliver. So with that said, on the show notes, there is a link. The link will get you in to the event for five bucks. The tickets actually range 
from anywhere from 99 bucks to over 754 VIPs. If you guys click the link and for the first 50 drivers, now I'm going to do this for this Show Me The Money Club and I'm going to do it next week. If we do sell out, it's not, you know, five bucks is nothing. The parking is probably going to cost you more, but in return, you're going to get free food. You're going to get free drinks. You're going to get free dessert probably too. So, and you're going to get to meet me now. The other kicker is one of our contributors from St. Louis, Pedro Dordas Santiago. Mr. Bet on You is going to be there. He's flying in for the event. And he's going to have a meetup with delivery drivers between 1 and 2 p.m. on Friday, March 3rd, sponsored by Solo, obviously. And then I have rumblings that the professor may show up. You all know the professor from L.A., um, Thorsten, and he has his own channel obviously. And um, so he may show up as well. Most likely he will. I'm going to be there. So I want to meet all these LA faces that I only see in the chat box. Okay. So again, the link is going to be in the show notes. You guys will get in only for five bucks. The first 50 for the first 50. So if you want to go reserve your spot, go do it now. Honestly, it's well worth it not to come see my mug, but to just network, to see all these CEOs, how they conduct business, and if you have plan Bs, uh, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful event to take advantage of. So with that said, again, the, the link is in the show notes. Please go check it out. If you guys want to participate, I'll be there at 8 a.m. It starts at 8 a.m., but you can show up whenever you like. And um, yeah, the only thing is Chris is not going to be there, which I don't what know. What the why. hell? <laughs> we could have, Come we could on, have if you're watching, where's my, where's my plane ticket out there? <laughs> you should you should call the boss because let me tell you something. You know, I was like, we could have done a live from Curbivore, right? I mean, that would have been awesome. Yep. But maybe next year. So, but don't miss the opportunity. Now, if the first fifty do sign up, and there's no more, okay. So next week we'll release another fifty because we want this to be like a driver centric Curbivore this year. Last year it was more like a business to business b2b kind of a situation this year is going to be a lot more b2c you know business to consumer and take advantage of it show up i'll be there i'll talk to you guys i'll shake hands i'll take pictures whatever you guys want me to do the only thing i'm not going to take my clothes off that's about it <laughs> other than that, <laughs> other than that well, come unless, on down. Unless, you get a couple of, uh, unless you get a couple of the uh the hungry cougars over there and they're, they're yeah, yeah well you never know you know oh and and you know my favorite journalists are going to be there obviously you know um so we're going to do a lot of rubbing elbows and talking to ceos and networking and meeting and having some fun and eating some great food by the way last year's food was awesome <laughs> and i know Harry, where are you at? You gotta you gotta send me a ticket so that Liquid. we can uh, live stream from from Kerbivore. Yeah, <laughs> Last year, Liquid Death was one of the sponsors. Damn, that stuff is good. And then oh, nice. um, I don't know. I mean, hey, come on down. And and if it, even if it rains, rain or shine, this is happening. Okay. <laughs> and there's great. Yeah, panels. how often does it rain though in in LA? I yeah, mean, well, minus, yeah, that's uh, why I, I changed my background. Year. You notice my background? It's angry clouds because we're supposed to oh. have the fourth storm of the century coming to LA again. I'm like, okay, that <laughs> means is maybe every it's storm storm of the century now. Yeah, this is the fourth one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then I changed my you know headline, as you can see. Know your worth is first now because you got to know your worth, and then uh, don't get upset. Just decline. There you go. All right. Okay. Well, let's get into today's show. And first, we're going to start off with our giveaway. 
So we have a awesome little thing to give away. Uh, yeah. This is a skosh or skosh. I don't know how you say it, but either way, it's a uh, magic mount, uh, which is got a four in one. Uh, so it's a way it. that you can mount your phone. Uh, and it's pretty cool because it's not only just a vent, but you can also, um, you know, put it right onto um, your dash right there. It's got the little sticker and stuff. Uh, it's got the magnet and everything. So if you got the iPhone 12 or newer, uh, it works on that. Or they give you this little magnet that you can put on the back of your case. Uh, both Sergio and I were sent one to test it out, try it out. Uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. It definitely works a lot better than my old ones. So uh, that's nice because thing, it's a magnet. You just slap it. it on there and it's good to go. Uh, my it. other one, I had to open it up and stick it in and, you know, finagle yeah, it. That, you know, one, the one with the, the one you have to it. squeeze on the sides, right? The one that with the thing. Yeah, I hated that. I had one of those. This is by far the best thing I've ever had. Okay, so there you mm -hmm. go. By far. Yeah, not so even this, close. Yeah, so this is really cool. Uh, we have five of them to give away to you guys. So uh, how you're going to win, it's going to be for this week. So you got plenty of days, whatever you did yesterday and today, uh, obviously stay back, listen to the show for a little bit. Uh, but the five people who give the most rides, deliveries, whatever it is given in this week on any platform, then you can be the winner of one of these. So, you know, if you give, uh, let's say 75 ride share and 62 delivery for a grand total of 137 or whatever it is, um, and and you're the top hey you get one so it's the top five uh for the people who give the most rides and deliveries uh it doesn't matter so uh whatever you know you complete send it to sergio at sergio at the rideshareguide.com for the screenshots uh for this week so that again you see on there it's march or i'm sorry february 20th to the 27th i got march on the mind because the curbivore you're talking about come on harry give me that ticket <laughs> um but let's send it in by 3 p.m. Uh, tomorrow, Eastern Standard Time or noon p.m. Noon Pacific uh, to make sure that we can get it on the show. Uh, the winners will be announced on next week's show. Uh, and there's no previous winners for the last six months uh, can win. And you must be in the U.S. to win. Void where prohibited as like any. Um, but yeah, this is a pretty cool yeah, little I, thing okay, here. I, I seriously, I have a new phone. I, bought, I got a new Samsung. I'm an Android guy, so you guys know. Um and I ha actually, I had one of these, Chris, that I bought at Best Buy. This is, it was a magnetic one, but, you know, mm. over time, the magnet loses some whatever happens, and then it would fall off. You can't, this one, literally, you go within like an inch of the magnet, goes, whoop, it's stuck oh, yeah. to it, and it will not move, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's on there. It's definitely on there. No, like, I, I, you you got to really, like, try hard to pull that thing off there thing, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I go, okay. Well, I have the iPhone 12 Pro Max, so it's got that the MagSafe on it um, yeah. in the back. But I have a case on it. So if I have no case on the phone, it'll stick fine. But yeah. they give that little magnet that sticks to the back of the phone. It works. And so I just put that on my case and because I, I leave it in the case all the time. And so yeah. you just slap it on there. And even with that little magnet, it does not it does not move at all. It's great. And that um, way, so yeah, by the way, that way. Out, yeah. Huh? That way we can pass the lifts. Uh, <laughs> is your phone on the mount test? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, you know what's hilarious, though? Um, your phone could be on a mount, but because some of them shake because they're just shitty quality and they'll shake, <laughs> they, they it'll make it seem like they're not 
being held up by a car mount. So you'll get that yeah. little uh, that little warning from Lyft. Uh, do you have a phone mount? Yeah, it's in a phone mount. Would you like me to take a picture? Oh, wait, I can't because it's in the freaking phone mount. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, no, Honestly, this this company they make some really good stuff. Um, if you want to check it out, link is going to be in the description. Uh, you can, it'll take you over to Amazon. And you can check them out. They have other ones as well too, um, but this is the one that they're giving away. What you see on there, it's a four in one. Um, so depending on your car, your needs, whatever it is, um, you can have that that where it's got the arm on it, so you can kind of move it around. Uh, yeah. It's got the one where, without the arm. You can take that off. I actually took the arm off um, just because the way my vehicle is set up and where I had my phone. Um, but you know, it, it works well. I like it. Yeah. So, I'm, on the vent. I'm, on, I'm on the vent. Yes. Both my vents are taken up. I have two of these. Both my vents are taken. Both phones are on the vents. <laughs> so in summertime, nice. my phone's going to stay cool and I'm going to stay hot in the car. That's what's going <laughs> to It's covering my phone, covering my vents. But anyway, so, so what was the cutoff date for this Sunday, Monday? Well, it's, uh, it's for this week. So because yeah, so, but on, like, all the way to Sunday, right? Okay. Yeah, so it, it's technically Monday at 4 a.m. is when, uh, you know, yeah. Uber and Lyft switch over for the week. Yeah, I'm not sure if DoorDash yeah. or any of the others, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's okay, basically cool. for this week. Send your screenshots of how many uh, deliveries, how many uh, rideshare rides you have given, uh, and the top person, the top people, I'm sorry, who give the most deliveries, uh, the most rideshare, whatever combination, um, you have the possibility of winning. Same thing. Uh, yeah. This also includes Instacart. This includes um, everything. Any, pretty much Lyft, Uber, Uber Eats, DoorDash, whatever you do. Yeah, everything, yep. everything. Just bundle it up and send me, send me individual screenshots, please, because I get screenshots on one, and he goes, "Oh, I need 170 trips, but like uh, 120 were Uber and 50 on Lyft." No, I need screenshots of all of it. Okay, yep. I can all add it up, and then <laughs> yes, you guys will yeah, be the winner. Definitely got to send that. So send those screenshots to Sergio. Yeah. yeah. We got right. five to give away. So good luck, everybody. Get out there and make that money after the show. After the show. Or you could be listening to the show in the background while uh, while you're out there. <laughs> yeah, but the, okay, there's one right, segment. So in this, on. We're going to go this back. Chris, I want to mention, please hang in there for today's show. Okay, number one, obviously. Number two, there's one segment that I really want to hit upon today, which is what type of driver are you, which is the title of today's, you know, uh, live stream. What type of driver are you? Start thinking. There is four, four kinds, okay? Four. So wait for it. I think it's an amazing segment that, that you know, maybe we'll even ask you guys to put in what kind of are you? One, two, three, four. You can put in one, one, two, three, fours, but that's coming up later. So DoorDash earnings, right? What is there to say? DoorDash, oh my God. Okay, so everything is great with DoorDash, according to DoorDash, okay? Dash Pass customers up 50%. Um, monthly active users up 28% to 34 million users, individual users. They're getting into new verticals. So for all the Dashers out there, I just got my Uber um, shop and save, shop and pay card. These both these companies, Uber and DoorDash, are getting heavily, heavily into delivery, competing with Instacart from delivering groceries to everything else. And those orders on DoorDash and Uber Eats are paying a lot more than regular food delivery. Okay. So they're you know, like you know how they do to attract drivers, they keep the base pay super high. Even if there's no tip, you're still gonna make good money on these. So they're getting into that, they're getting into new verticals. Um 
Market share climbed to 60% now. So they took some more market share probably from Grubhub, who's deactivating drivers right and left for low acceptance rate. Gross um, order value went up 20% to $13.4 billion. Now, this blew my mind. They squeezed, <clears throat> Chris, you ready for this? 476 million deliveries into the quarter. Okay. Now, Uber did 2 billion deliveries globally. This company did 400, and this is just deliveries. They have no right here. Think about it. 476. So somebody is taking all those 225, 250 no-tip orders. Okay? Somebody is. And then next week, we have a very cool segment that we're going to do probably a lot of the show. This is gamification and gamblification. Don't fall for those diamonds and, you know, all the wells and whistles, the casino stuff that they're doing. But obviously, a lot of people are. So 476 million orders. And... However, <laughs> ultimately, they ended up losing $652 million, more than anybody expected. Why? Because they took out, they took over this European uh, supermarket or delivery chain called Walt or W-O-L-T. That acquisition is kind of dragging a little bit, but they're saying we're going to integrate everything. Um, however, according to the company, everything's gone great. These numbers are fantastic. Of course, stock went down 10% after that. Nobody's buying it. I listened to it to Tony Zhu and, and you know, all his buddies. Um, they said macro conditions are suspect. They don't know what's going to happen. Um, the other thing they said, the new customers, okay, are contributing to gross order value more than older customers. But because of the Dash Pass, which is the same as Uber One, that's growing you know leaps and bounds right and you know they said consumer health is stable they're seeing more growth and more losses going forward there you go nice and short so if you got to sum this up real quick into what does this mean for drivers or doordash drivers what would you say what would you say I, to them i would say i would look if they squeezed in four and they have by the way they said they said they have three million dashers Three million. This wow. is just DoorDash. So that means a lot of Formica out there grabbing those 225, 250 no tip orders. Okay. Please, right here, just decline. Okay. Because you're not being profitable. Now, that's my opinion. You know, they may say something else, but they have a lot of these. You know, DoorDash is probably the most gamified and gamblified app out of all these apps. You know, Uber's is less, and and they have look, they have they've created a lot of new programs. Pay by hour, which Pedro tested in St. Louis successfully for himself, but every market is different. They're offering mm -hmm. a lot of these things, like called Diamond Zones, high pay order programs. Your acceptance rate has to be here. There's a lot of bells and whistles going on on that app, and it's working obviously. But for dashers, three million dashers, and if that's not oversaturation, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of dashers out there. And we talked about this in the past. I think, you know, look, you know, gig economy is what it is, what you make out of it. And know your worth. Don't take 225, 250 no tip orders. I mean, that's my advice. But you guys maybe have a different uh, ideology about going, you know, I'm never going to tell you what to do, what not to do. I wouldn't do it. I have DoorDash. I'm not going to take a 225, four mile no tip order. I'm just not going to do it. That's it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that's the whole point of know your worth right <laughs> yeah man know your so, worth right there right there next week you guys may see me wearing know your worth t-shirt by the way so you know yeah but this this raises the point uh or actually this, this raises a question um 
we talked about what maybe a few months ago definitely maybe maybe it was actually the last uh quarter quarter earnings call uh where we're talking about what does it look like going forward for these companies when it comes to orders do we think the orders are going to shrink do we think the orders are actually going to increase uh especially with just the the global economy um how things are tightening up how people are you know spending less are they does I mean, this doesn't seem like they are spending nope. less on food delivery at all. It seems like nope. they're spending more. No, and, I, I uh, mean, look, man, 34 million new customers, you know, existing customers up 28%. Dash pass members go from 10 to 15 million up 50%. So people are taking advantage of the subscription systems, getting some free, you know, delivery on certain stuff. Um, but they were beaming about the new verticals. Like they have deals now with Dick's Sporting Goods, with Sephora for makeup. You know, for a lot of, I mean, they call it their verticals, you know, especially now mm-hmm. they're getting into supermarket deliveries and, and and anything and everything. Basically, you know how Uber says, you know, we deliver, we take you anywhere, whenever you want, we bring you anything yep. you want. Well, this is the same thing, except on the delivery side only. But they're clearly, clearly the market leader with 3 million dashers and 60% market share. I mean, that's massive, right? You can right, argue so what's, with that. What's, what's the percentage that DoorDash and Lyft make it together in some sort of merger going forward because we yeah. I, I don't think lyft is going to be around that much well, longer they, they spent 8.1 billion dollars buying this company called walt from europe to mm-hmm. to kind of go global now as far as deliveries are concerned i don't think doordash is interested in lyft and nobody asked that question but i'm just kind of guessing that i don't think they are um mm-hmm. you know the money losing business they're still losing money by the way they lost 652 million dollars with all the plus numbers yeah. positive numbers so but the number, the reason they're losing money is we talked about on the other companies, stock-based compensation issues, you know, um, and I mean, that's going to continue. If the stocks keep going lower, look, this report, look, Uber's report came out, stock went down close to 15%, and that's as good as a quarter as you can put together, okay? This company put out a great report, stock goes down 10%. Now, with all these positive things, they're still losing money. I don't know. Maybe they're just not good. There may be good business models, but I don't think they're good businesses to be in. So there you go. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see, though. But uh, yeah, to me, it was kind of surprised. The one thing that I thought was actually really surprising in the whole thing was that there were more deliveries that came around during that quarter, even though, you know, the economy has kind of suffered. So I don't know if people are like just getting free money somewhere or what's going on there, but I don't know how well, they're continuing to spend that money to, to order out well, all the one time. Thing, you know, one thing that could be, Chris, is that everybody's getting their tax return, so they're blowing their money, you know, maybe on food delivery. I'm not sure. But 476... Yeah, we're talking about last quarter. We're not talking about, yeah. yeah, we're talking about last quarter, though. We're not talking about right now where people are finally getting their checks back. Yeah, but you know, the last I can tell you that uh, I do deliveries as well. Um, the pace has picked up a little bit last like two weeks to three weeks. It was completely dead in January, it picked up a little bit in February. You know, 476 million orders, a lot of orders, and there's a lot of 225s and 250s in there because the new customers probably are non tippers. And you know, but they're getting the food delivered somehow, man. You know, I, I don't know. Other than that, um, you know, look. I'm not an investment analyst or nothing like that. These earnings reports were as glowing as possible could be, except Lyft, the big tree, little tree thing going on there. Um, but hey, man, you know, you got to give these guys kudos. Although at the same time, by the way, all the three founders of DoorDash 
announced that they're each selling close to two and a half to three million shares of DoorDash. You know, they have these preset programs, so don't say that, you know, they have inside info or whatever. And oddly enough, the company announced a $750 million buyback. So companies saying our stock is cheap. We're going to invest our money instead of new businesses or in dashers or whatever not in buying our own stock back because that's the only, that's basically telling Wall Street that we think our stock is cheap. We want to invest in it. And then on the other hand, the three founders, Tony Zhu, Stanley Tang, and one other dude, um, you know, they decided to sell two and a half to three million shares. Okay. I, okay. You know, I mean, I guess they got to take a couple hundred million out of the company. So that's it. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how all that goes. And then, you know, yeah. I, I'll be interested to see as well our uh, next earnings quarter call yeah. for all of these companies coming up in a couple of months. So. It's always interesting to see, especially to see who's actually going to hit a profit first. If they're going to hit a profit, what's going on? What's stalling that? And uh, you know, some of some of the things that they're trying to squirm around uh, when it comes to one of these companies uh, with the little stash. I mean, this uh, is as good as it gets. They're still losing money. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I mean, all right. Well, let's change it up a little bit and let's talk about the DOL rule. Uh, yes. that is going on and this is going to yes. affect all gig workers no matter where you are uh, in the gig sphere in the u.s uh, this is a uh a dol department of labor if you are not familiar with this uh and this is your first time hearing about it uh essentially it is a way to take independent contractors like uber drivers and doordash dashers and you know everybody in the gig economy and pretty much try to make them employees of these companies instead of independent contractors or the way it's been. Uh, yeah. So they're looking at AB5-like legislation, uh, similar, very, very, very similar to that, similar, uh, which yeah. codify uh, how a worker is represented, uh, whether they are an employee or not. Um, and of course, this is something that is ongoing. So they had the public, uh, they had the public comment period that closed. Uh, what a couple of weeks ago, a couple about a month, month and a half ago, or something like that now, and um, actually, I think it was mid December. Uh, yeah. So it's actually two weeks now, or two months now. But either way, uh, the update is that. Sergio. Yeah. Well, I, I'm telling you something. Something happened that I did not expect it to happen, which was, you know, we talked about this like about a month ago. In fact, I spoke to the um, author of this article that came out, you know, a couple of days ago, a week ago. Levi, I spoke to this morning into different things, but um, so Marty Walsh, who was the Secretary of Labor at the, with the Biden administration, right? He's a pro-union as it could be. He's supportive of the PRO Act, which stands for, um, you know, basically everybody unionizing, okay? And um, basically, um, I mean, he he's as... <laughs> as union friendly and as employment rights for everybody kind of a guy as it could be well guess what the nhl knocked on his door and said mr walsh we would like you to be the nhl players association representative union head and we're going to pay you 20 times your salary that you're making now so he went from a $200,000 job to a $3 million job. And he Ooh. said, I take it. And he left Show the Department of Labor. How do you like them apples? He left the Department of Labor for greener pastures. So <laughs> now, you? 
Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would do. So, so for all the NHL fans in the audience, this is bad news. This guy is as brutal as it gets. I mean, there's going to be definitely a strike this year. Asking <laughs> asking the owners, hey, man, we're not making enough money. We're banging ourselves into the boards. And <laughs> these yeah. guys need to make NFL kind of money now. So watch out for the lockout. <laughs> but anyway, mm-hmm. so the second he, that happened, right, they um, – put in his place uh, <laughs> the time of AB5 passing, uh, a, a, a lady named Julie Sue, who was huge, you know, supporter of AB5. So that's his replacement, but he she's not sworn in. She's just kind of an interim kind of a Department of Labor secretary. So there's a lot of, you know, wishy-washy stuff going on, a lot of transition mm-hmm. of leadership or whatever. Well, immediately, of course, Uber and Lyft, DoorDash, you know, because they have a group that they built called Flex. That group is basically for everybody to stay independent contractors and give everybody, you know, minimum wage protection a little bit here and there. Something very similar to Prop 22 in California, which is a disaster in its own. So <laughs> now they immediately went to court and they said, well, since there is no more Department of Labor secretary, we want a delay because guess what, people? Next two months, we're going to be busy. We're all going to be either wearing Uber shirts and Lyft hats and whatever. <laughs> we're going to be employees of these companies. Or the Department of Labor, basically, after Marty Walsh left, now is in limbo. And, of course, these companies see the opening and they just said, hey, there is no leadership. We don't know what's going on. We don't want any uncertainty. You know, And uh, they said uh, we need a delay on this um, ruling that's going to come out within the next month and a half or so from the Department of Labor, which will classify all of you as employees of DoorDash, Lyft, Uber, Instacart, whatever you guys do, okay, as gig workers. I don't know. I mean, that's not my opinion. I know a lot of people want to stay independent contractors. I know that by a vast majority, 70, 80% probably, right? Hmm. Okay. On the other hand, we have more rulings coming out in California on Prop 22 next month and a half. So we have a lot of stuff happening next month and a half. Please stay tuned because we're going to inform you. We're going to tell you the way it is. You know, I'm, I I think this is expected from these companies to say there's no leadership. We're going to delay. And, um, you know, uh, the Flex Flex is the basically the lobbying group for these companies. They say everybody should stay independent. The department should not finalize its worker classification proposal without a permanent secretary of labor. Well, she's coming. Her name is Julie Sue. Watch out. She's as bad as Marty Walsh, who has been nominated by the yeah. president and confirmed by the United States Senate. Kristen Sharp, who is the head of exec, head executive of Flex, which is the lobbying group. And I put this on the side. Now, the Biden administration, which I thought actually from the get-go would push this immediately. It took them two years to do this. There is something called the PRO Act that they want to pass. It's called Protecting the Right to Organize, P-R-O, which is the Protecting Right Organize Act. The Protecting the Right to Organize Act, or the PRO Act, is proposed United States law that would amend previous labor laws, such as NLRB, right, for the purpose of expanding various labor protections related to employee rights to organize and collectively bargain in the workplace. Basically, everybody should be in a union. That's what the PRO Act is, Okay. Now, I know what's been going on with unions. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it bad. I'm just, everybody have their own opinion. This is not a political show. But um, now that Marty Walsh, which was the biggest proponent of the PRO Act, is gone, 
So maybe, maybe there's going to be a respite and then, you know, we're all going to stay independent contractors. There you go. Well, I think that was just a smart decision. First off, if you're going to, going to have a massive change for millions of people who are in the gig economy for the flexibility uh, that you claim, um, some can argue that that you don't have the freedom and flexibility, that that is more of an illusion. But um, either way, you can still sign on and off when you want, when it's convenient for you. And you yeah. can still go out there and make money on your own terms. Um, yeah. Obviously, you can make more playing the game. Uh, and also, if you know the rules, you are able to bend them into your favor. Uh, and that's kind of what we tried to help bring here. Uh, but with that being said, you know, if you're going to come out with a rule that could potentially reclassify millions of people who want to most continue as is uh, and have a clear, clear defining uh, saying that on multiple polls, every poll we've done, every poll I've seen, it always says that they want to remain independent contractors. They do not want to become employees. That's and, true. you know, uh, it could be part fear of the unknown type stuff. Um, either way, you know, it doesn't, Look, for man, me, it doesn't I, make sense. For I, you, it doesn't make sense. For many people, it doesn't make sense. So, you know, having somebody who is actually in there, who's appointed and going to have an impact that will impact millions of people in the gig economy and not just in the gig economy, but no, no, in, this in is, the this contractors is, as a whole. This is much bigger than the gig economy. By the way, a lot of people, you know, think gig economy is huge in this. It is in its own. It is one in every six American is somehow involved in some sort of gig work. Okay. But, you know, the other day I was talking to somebody who's very smart when it comes to these issues, IC versus employees and things like that. And he said, there's over 600 professions that are freelancers, that are independent contractors in this country, 600. I couldn't come up with six other than an electrician and a plumber and an air conditioning guy. But, you know, so this actually is more Lawyers, affecting doctors. them a lot more than, you know, than gig workers. And he said something that I researched and it's true. Only 9% of all independent contractors in this country, small business owner, independent contractors, freelancers, self-employed people, out of all that, only 9% are gig workers. The rest are the people who are going to be suffering massively if this ruling comes down the line, right? Because we're mm -hmm. a gig channel, right? Gig, you know, gig economy channel. We talk about obviously mostly ride share delivery and things like that. But there is a huge population out there, millions and millions, 40, 50 million people who are self-employed freelancers. And that's going to hurt them a lot more, like truckers and things like that, which has hurt already. So to me, you know, the important ruling, obviously, is for gig workers, but also for the rest of the freelancers that are out there. So, yeah, there yeah so it's it's definitely going to be a, a big thing. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with these companies there where they should... Uh, hold off on any type of decision until yeah. after the fact yeah. um just so it's a little bit more formal because if you have somebody coming in who's like just an interim you shouldn't be facing a decision that can truly impact millions upon millions of people yeah. uh and especially for people who don't necessarily want the change especially for professions that have been set up and you know been this way for for decades and beyond that yeah. um yeah, so no, it's it's the ramifications of, I mean, I'm telling you, the ramification of this is massive for the country, for the economy, you know, for, mm -hmm. for I mean, the, uh, the number is close to 60 million people that are self-employed, you know, small business owners, independent contractors, freelancers, whatever you want to call them. 
It, it, I mean, it could be massive. And the lady that they chose to replace Marty Walsh, it was basically the one that pushed AB5 through in California. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen now. It's like, you know, I don't know. So hopefully, hopefully everybody's um, head stay calm. One thing I can assure everybody watching this now or later, even if the Department of Labor ruling comes, DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, Instacart, which is not public yet, but they're going to spend tons of money fighting this all the way up to the Supreme Court. So, which will take right. at least a couple, three years, right? And then by then, there may be an administration who may be friendly to independent contractors. So, you don't know. But at the mm -hmm. moment, that's the news. And it's important news. And next month and a half, stay tuned. There is a lot of stuff coming out when it comes to the subject, okay? Oh, yeah. And then not only that, I mean, you said Prop 22, but on top of that, there's other areas and states and local municipalities yeah. that are looking at you know, different things that they're doing for driver protections. Yeah. They're looking at uh, unjust deactivations and protecting yeah. drivers there. They're looking at pay transparency. They're looking at, you know, many different things when it comes to it, but they're still keeping drivers as is. They're just putting in certain regulations. Yeah. And I think that's going to help fill in the gaps a lot better than, you know, something where this this huge rule could just wipe out. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting couple of months coming up. So that's about it. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, let's change it up a little bit. Now, if you have a newer car and something like Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, you know, one of the cool things that has just happened is Uber has now put their app on CarPlay. So for those who do have CarPlay, uh, myself included in my car, uh, I will be making a video on this, kind of like a review, a how-to, a setup type thing. Um, that's going to be coming very soon, so make sure you're subscribed uh, and ring the bell for that. So you'll be noticing, you know, how to work it and all that good stuff. Uh, so I'm going to really kind of dive into it and, and check it out. Uh, but yeah, what's cool about this is you could do everything right from your Apple CarPlay. Now, what's nice is I used to have my iPad that I would take uh, and I'd put my iPad, I'd have the Uber and Lyft app, uh, which is nice because I could do it side by side. But now you can put it on where the app will play right on CarPlay. And, uh, you know, you could have your phone on Lyft and there you go. So <laughs> those types of yeah. things are good because you can actually accept the decline, um, do quite a bit from the CarPlay unit itself. I don't so, have you Apple, see, so I, you're on your own on this. I'm not an Apple guy. So. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I, I've had the iPhone since the 3GS, so oh, I, okay. I've had Apple for a while. I'm just used to it at this point now. So, um, no, it's cool to see that they're they're kind of putting more apps onto CarPlay because... Uh, I, I didn't know, not until, you know, last month, how many apps were actually on CarPlay that I actually have on my phone. Oh, it's not very many, but it's nice to see these apps coming on because it's just going to make it a little easier. Uh, so not only that, people are going to be able to see the map on the infotainment screen. Uh, so if they think they're being abducted or something stupid, uh, they're going to see it right there. And then they're going to be like, oh, what are you doing? Well, you know, here you go. <laughs> but either way, what's yeah. nice is you can do a lot right in apps. So um, if you're watching, uh, if you're listening, sorry, you'll have to listen, but uh, if you're watching, you can see the screenshot right here. It's going to show you um, the, you know, the, the ping requests where you can accept or decline. Um, and there's a couple of things there that you can do. Uh, it's got the map on there. It's going to tell you, or you can do the start. Uh, you can zoom in and out on the map. Uh, there's quite a few things you can do. Like I say, I'm going to dive into it a lot more on a video that's going to come up soon. Um, just kind of playing around with it a little bit. Good setup for that video. And then, the, you know, we're almost halfway. Should we announce our giveaway one more time? And and uh, 
and the curbivore yep, giveaway. So you do that one, I do the curbivore giveaway. It's like a couple of minutes. Yeah, we're giving up stuff, guys. Yep. So, for the so we are giving the Skosh 4-in-1 Magic Mount. We have five units to give away. Uh, yep. Both Sergio and I have it. Uh, they were nice enough to send us uh, both one and try it out, which, is, you know, it's great. The magnet on there, once you get your phone right on there, it, it slaps in and it stays there. Uh, I actually have to, I, I do it to the side to get it off so it definitely stays on there it's got a nice grip but if you would like to win this uh you can the how to enter is the top five most rides deliveries whatever you do this week the top five people who have the most completed rides and deliveries and whatever you drive on yeah. any platform for this week the top five you could win this uh so it's going to be from you know 220 to 227 which is technically monday 4 a.m basically because that's when the new week starts for Uber and Lyft. For these other companies, it can be different, but uh, basically it's for this week. So you want to get out there, go out there, try to get as many rides or deliveries as you can. Send the screenshots over to Sergio, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Please send that in by 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific uh, on Tuesday of next week. Winners will be announced the latest, on the live stream please, on that yeah. Tuesday. Earlier the better. I mean, Monday preferably. Because I'm sure, I mean, it's it's like a on their website, it's like a fifty dollar item, and it's a great one. I have it, I use it, I love it. Um, okay, so the other thing is there is a big event happening next Friday, March third, downtown on Olive Street. Please go to curbivore.co. All the information is there, but on the show notes, it's a basically commerce meets the curb. There's going to be tons of different companies, a lot of great networking opportunities. Um, one of our own contributors, Pedro Dordas Santiago, is going to be there doing a meet and greet between 1 and 2 p.m. I don't know how many followers he has in L.A., um, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people who watch this or are going to watch later are in L.A. I'm going to be there. I'm hearing the professor is going to be there, Thorsten uh, from the Rideshare Professor. And, you know, we're there to meet, talk to you guys. There's going to be free food, free drinks. Hang out, chill out, meet some great people. Tons of CEOs are going to be there. You know, a lot of companies that I mentioned already and, uh, you know, come down and meet up. So there is a link on the show notes for the first 50 people who use it, sign up. It's $5 to entry. Usual entry is 99 bucks. So you guys know you're getting a 95% discount. Harry threw it in there. Um, you know, parking is on you, but there's plenty of parking in downtown L.A., it starts at 8 a.m. goes all the way to 5 p.m. You know, so whenever you show up, you show up. And like I said, I'm going to be there. I'll talk to you guys. We'll meet face-to-face -face after doing this for almost a year now. Again, the link is in the show notes. Please sign up. I think the food you're going to eat is going to be more than your parking. The food was great last year. I'm pretty sure it's going to be great this year. So there you go. Okay. Nice. All right, well, let's move into our next topic, and that is the Uber Pro Cash Reward. Yeah, man, Ooh. I got this. You know, I thought it was a one-and-done deal. Remember Uber's little thing? They said it was only one time, right? One time. If you hit it one yeah. time, you got your money. Now, with all due respect to Uber, I have so many emails on the second. I didn't get my money. I didn't get my money. They stole my money. I go, like, people, chill out. You'll get it in a couple of days. Just relax. And sure yeah. enough, all and some people got you know partials. Like the, if the guy was going to get four fifty, he got like three hundred first, and then one hundred and fifty showed up a couple of days later. 
But, you know, look, people's perception of Uber is not great. Driver's perception, okay? So they go, oh, they, they stole my money. I'm like, just chill out. Just wait a couple of days. Maybe there's a glitch. Sure enough, there was a glitch. Everybody that I know of was shortchanged, got paid. Now, on top mm -hmm. of that, yeah, everybody is cool now. On top of that, everybody got their money for being diamond or whatever you guys did. Now, I now this this is from my app. I'm pretty sure some of you also have this. It looks like to me, Chris, that they're you know expanding the program for another quarter now. So if you are diamond and you stay diamond, this is my program, but some people have it for 450, some people have it for 500, but max I think is 600. So they said, Sergio, if you stay diamond, you get another 600 at the end of this quarter, right? And I'm like, okay, thank you so much. Another 600. Now, one thing I noticed, though, for me anyway, I'm in L.A., so in your city, this may not have changed. Your qualifications and your restrictions may not have changed. In California or in L.A. mostly, I do not have an acceptance rate restriction. The only restriction I have is at the end of the quarter where the Uber Pro period ends, I have to have 4% or less cancellation rate. I know a lot of cities, this program is different. They have not only cancellation rate restrictions, but they also have ARM acceptance rate restrictions, like 70% or whatever it is. Okay. Now, 600 bucks, if you look at it in its face value, to be diamond in LA again is 1800 points for me. So that means I have to do a lot of three point trips. So that comes to, oddly enough, if I did 600 three point trips, that comes to a buck a ride. Is it worth it for me personally speaking? No, but for a lot of people, it may be. Okay. The only thing that I noticed is that they changed my three point hours. This is mine again. Yours may not have changed. Don't panic. It used to be Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m., 1 to 7 p.m. It used to be 1 p.m. The only thing that I think changed is the Monday through Thursday p.m. times. It used to be 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. Now they cut that down to 7 p.m. So when I'm doing food deliveries, which also counts for trips with three points, you know, most people eat, let's say, order food 6, 7, 8 o'clock, let's say. Well, their cutoff is three points. The other day, I did a whole bunch of trips like after 7 p.m. I go like three points. Why did I get three points? And I figured that they changed the, the, the three-point hours on me. I don't think the weekend hours changed as far as Friday, Saturday, Sunday for three points. But I, they they definitely mess with that. Again, this this is seems like it's repeating. If it's repeating, go for it, guys. If you want to go for it, go for it. I'm, I'm not going to do it, but... Um, you know, if you got the money and you enjoy the extra 600 bucks, 400 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever you're going to get, go for it. And it seems like it's a continuous thing. Maybe I think it was a success, right? So they squeezed a whole bunch of more trips by you guys trying to stay diamond, you know, do whatever pleases you guys. So there you go. Yeah. I, I would love to know the stats on that too, where how many more drivers made diamond for that time frame? over obviously, you know normal time frames besides obviously the cash. success obviously it's a success <laughs> chris obviously they took a lot of drivers took a lot of just decline trips so i'm like okay yeah well the, the whole thing too is that i'm looking at when it's on there Ooh. i don't see anything i don't see anything on the, those uh those little uh um, bylaws or anything that says um you know this is a one-time thing anymore so yeah. that is one thing that i saw previously like for the last quarter when they were doing this, yeah, um, it said that you could only earn one time. So, okay. 
hey, if if they're adding it to it and adding more, yeah, you know, kudos to them for that. So Look, if you made diamond, uh, if you made diamond, that means you can do diamond again, okay. And I don't think you busted your butt to become diamond, okay. So mm -hmm. to me, if you're gonna stay diamond, might as well stay diamond, make another six hundred. If it's in your app, if they're offering it to you, they may not be offering. Like Michelle, who is she's in Orange, she's in Orange County. I think she says I did not get a second offer, so I got a second offer. So maybe. It's for people, you know, I don't know how they choose these things. I have nothing to do with it. Um, Michelle, you better come show up in downtown on the third. You know, you're in you're in Orange County somewhere. So, you know, but uh, yeah. So if you, if it's in your app, go for it. If it, if you want to do it, yeah, get the extra cash. <laughs> Lisa says, I can't get out of the blue. I decline too much. <laughs> yeah, but she must be in a state, obviously, that they have restrictions on acceptance rate in L.A., they yeah, don't she's have, in New York. Yeah, they don't have restrictions. They only have um, mm -hmm. cancellation rate restrictions. So that's it. Yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing where they get you with the uh, acceptance rate, at least in every other state besides California. So. There you go. Michelle <laughs> is coming. See you there, Michelle. Bring your spreadsheets. <laughs> nice. Harry, if you're watching, give me a ticket. I want to go. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to, you know, to get out there. <laughs> because Harry, I, I said, Harry, should we just cap this? Too? Because if I say it, like, what if a couple hundred people show up? Because nobody watches your show. A couple hundred people are not going to show up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, our show is is international. Uh, yeah. LA is just a small little area. No, so I, I, I said, okay, let's LA cap it to 30. I told him, let's cap it to <laughs> first 50. If we sell out on the first episode like that we announced, and we'll put another 50. He goes, okay, yeah. we can do that. I'm like, okay, there we go. So <laughs> if we sell out 50 people and there is no more, there will be more next week. So you guys know. Okay, there we go. Yeah, link is in the description for anybody who wants to go and uh, get your ticket there. All right, let's move right. on to our next uh, topic for the night. And that is Uber Lyft fares have been skyrocketing. Drivers, are they seeing any benefits from that? Yeah. So this is an article that came out from Vice. Uh, just a couple of days ago, actually uh, last week on yeah. Valentine's Day. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, an article. Um, but yeah, you, you're seeing, you know, fares starting to go up and you're seeing drivers pay. Where is that? You know, is it going up? Is it staying the yeah. same? Um, yeah. I mean, look, man, we did we did the video last that came out a couple of days ago, popular video. Look, I, I can't emphasize enough. That when these companies want to sugarcoat things, they're going to mention everything on active hour. And we explained for 20 minutes on the video what active hour means. Let's not get into that. This is a study that came out by the UCLA Labor Center. I don't think they're left or right leaning too much, but they analyzed like 50 million trips, Chris. And mm -hmm. Uber admitted that the fares are up. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they also said um, driver earnings are up 30% since 2019. Okay, so what's the difference between 30? Okay, I, I don't know if it's a true number because they mentioned even on the last quarter where there's oversaturation and people are crying that they're not making money or doing right share. Uber and both Lyft said drivers nationwide, okay, that includes everybody, they're doing 35 to $36 per active hour. Now, active hour means with a butt in the back seat. While your wheels are turning with a passenger in the car. Active hour is from the time you accept the trip, which is period two. You go pick up the passenger on the way to destination, which is period three. Those two combined is active hour. So if you did one trip, 
one and only trip in half, and it took you half hour. That means you were active for half the half the 60 minutes. And let's say it paid you 20 bucks. Great. What Uber does and Lyft do and DoorDash is they go, they take that 20 bucks and extrapolate over an hour. They go, well, assuming you got another chip like that, you would have made 40 bucks. But I go, I didn't though. Why don't you tell me online hours how much money drivers are making, right? So we have a we have a little back and forth going on with Uber on this one, mm-hmm. but of course you know they have to advertise the highest number possible, which they're allowed to do, I guess. Okay, so this is this is true. We've been talking about this, Chris, for what three months now, four months, yep. right? Rates are going up. Now, on the I, you know, here's here's my biggest thing. When you say for drivers who have been driving since 2019 or earlier. Uh, and, and can see this because it says between February 2019 and April 2022, median driver pay increased by 31 com- percent compared to an increase for 50 percent for median passenger fare. Yeah. But here's the thing: here's the real question: Has the actual percentage gone up, or are they talking about in February 2019 they were using online hour because this is before they invented the active hour? Uh, so that's that's the whole thing too well, no, are they honestly, comparing apples to oranges or are they actually comparing apples to apples i think, they, I think they're doing a hybrid of that chris i think first of all okay you know there's a thing called you know, on wall street it's called you know a rising tide lifts all boats okay now if we know that uber fares for passengers have gone up 50 percent, right so with the algorithm they can control how much of that 50 percent they want to share with drivers I am not questioning this 31% increase, right? The reason for that is if, if okay, here's the deal. If a trip that was $10, now it's 15 for a passenger, correct? And assume, assume Uber is taking half, like everybody says Uber takes 50%. Let's go with easy numbers, okay? So three years ago, that trip was 10 bucks. Uber took half, you made five, right? Okay, now that $10 trip is 15. Uber takes half, again, let's say, and Uber's take rate has gone up to seven and a half, but your rate has gone from five bucks to seven and a half bucks. So granted, driver pay may have gone up commensurate, not commensurate, by the way, not keeping pace with what Uber is charging on the other end. And that's because of their wonderful algorithms that they run. They can play with that. Well, and you know, go back, go back again to 2019. Go back again to 2019. That was, uh, you know, you were just getting outside of the the 75-25 split because yeah. in 20, what was it, 27 or 2018, I think it was, they switched to upfront fares yeah. uh, for the passenger. So that's when you had your time and distance put in. But were they charging that 50, that same 50% back in 2019? versus today so here's the thing let's let's go through that again let's say they were take they were doing the 75 25 split let's just say Mm -hmm. so if you that same ride was uh ten dollars in 2019 and you were doing the 75 25 you get 75 you get 750 they get 250 right but then fast forward to now yeah and they're let's say now it's 50 percent 50 50 they they're charging fifteen dollars, and you're getting seven fifty, which is the same as before. But now instead of Uber getting two fifty, they're getting seven fifty. So now they increased by two hundred percent. Yeah. 
No, see, I, you look, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not questioning you at all. I'm just saying, look, it's in their earnings. You can tell. In 2019, their take rate, overall take rate between delivery and ride share was 9%. Last quarter, 27%. Yep. Well, that's a go. jump. That's a triple, right? So, look, these algos are built to do this. You know, we did the Uber math, nickel and dime, 10 cents here, dollar here, 50 cents there. They did 2 billion trips. So these algos are so good now that they can basically squeeze a lot of blood out of the rock and your driver is not even going to feel it. But this article basically solidifies what we've been saying. Passenger rates are going up and, you know, driver pay is not going up commensurate with passenger hikes. But again, like good old Professor Len Sherman said, you know, it's not rocket science. They have to charge as much as they can on one end and they have to pay as little as they can on the other end. And the algorithms are perfectly doing that. And, you know, um, I think it's a trend that's continuing. And and lastly, on this one, um, you know, I mean, one paragraph that hit me really interesting is lack of transparency about pay all, was also reflected in the research study published last month that found for higher vehicle drivers often felt like they were gambling due to arbitrary fluctuations in pay. Well, that's the beautiful beauty of the upfront fares, right? This algorithm figures out some stuff in 70, you know, different things supposedly according to them in a millisecond and spits you a price. And, you know, you take it, you take it, you don't take it, you don't take it. Most of them are not takeable at the, at the moment. And, uh, and you know what? They, I think, figured it out. They have completely separated what the passenger pays from what the driver receives. There's upfront fares for drivers. There's upfront fares for passengers nothing to do with each other, nothing to do with time and distance that it used to be. Nobody knows what goes into these things. It's the same trip, 10-mile trip, half hour. Once will pay you 8 bucks. The next one will pay you 23 I'm going like, really? Mm -hmm. What happened? I don't you know. So rhyme I, a reason. Yeah, so you have to just decline until you get that good one. There you go. Yep. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, the, the, the thing, though, is, well, I want to know the, the math that they broke down. I, I want to know... How are they? How they're coming up with those those differences in pay? Were they using, you know, total time, so online time in, from 2019, and then saying, oh, we're using active time, so we're actually we are comparing apples to oranges uh, at that point to, to say it's a 31% increase, while in reality maybe the drivers aren't getting anything more. Maybe they are. Um, you know, it's from what I've seen, most people are not getting anything more no, not from 31 not 31 percent not 31 percent we we know yep. that i mean we do we we talk to tons of tons of drivers i see hundreds of screenshots a week i don't think people are making 31 percent more than they did on online time let's just clear this up okay online time like you know how many hours you're out there according to uber if you're out there do one trip in half that takes you a half hour they go well we don't know what you're doing the rest of the time well what do you think i'm doing I have my app on. <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? I'm like, I'm like watching YouTube. No, if a trip comes in, I'm gonna take it if it's profitable to me. I'm like, I'm out here to drive, buddy. I mean, but then they're going, yeah, but a lot of people multi-apping. You know, you could have mm -hmm. been doing Lyft, you could have been DoorDash at the same time. So we're just gonna count the hours you work only with a butt in the backseat. I'm like, that's fuzzy math. I don't like that kind of math. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if they're switching those things there, and then the same thing when it comes to the take rates between the two time frames. Yeah. So those are a couple of the the shenanigans that can be pulled to manipulate those numbers to say, oh yeah, it was actually thirty one percent, or Easy. there was a big increase, or something like that. Even though you know we actually started making a little bit more because now we're getting you know a fifty percent increase on fares. So yeah. 
Um, even though it's not not going up the same, uh, we're, we're collecting a little bit more money. Again, I want to see the breakdown of the numbers yeah. on both sides because well, I guarantee it's a long you article. Is number picking. Yeah, if you guys want to take it on, it's a long article. Um, but all the stats are in there because we can't squeeze all the screenshots up here and we can talk about it for hours and hours. You know, the reason we put these things up is informational, but also it depends, you know, how you look at the business that you're running. You're in a small business. You're running your own small business here. So, you know, are you seeing 31% increase over the, since 2019? Well, we certainly know what you're spending to keep your car up or to maintain your car has easily gone up more than 50 to 70% in oil changes, tires, brakes, and things like that, right? So inflation is inflation. Is it from the supermarket all the way down to a driver's car? including gasoline, obviously. So, you know, you know, look, people call us and, and, you know, and I talk to a lot of journalists. I go, Serge, do you think this is a decent article? I go, I, I don't know. I mean, I need to see the data. And this this article was, was done after 50 million chips were analyzed. That's a lot of chips, bro. Okay. So to me, mm-hmm. and, and if you're interested, go read the article and, and all the data is in there and then compare it to your own small business. Are you making 31% more? You know, let's go with the online time. Let's not go with the shenanigans active time. And let's see if you're making 31% more. Yep. Okay. All right, let's let's uh, let's go to the title of today's show. What kind of driver are you? Yes. And uh, this is an article, and pretty soon it'll be a video as well, too, uh, from Jay Crater. And he was going over the four different types of drivers that there are and saying which driver are you so if you want to check out the article right now it is on the right here guide website and if you want to go check that out read it out uh the video will be coming uh, in the next couple of weeks uh but yeah let's talk about some of the different drivers that are out there what driver are you and then you know obviously people who are listening in the chat uh let us know what you think you are as the driver and then those who are you know watching the replay put in the comments what you think yeah, I mean, look, man, this is a great article by Jay. Jay, I'm, I'm going to hopefully try to have him on. And I see Jeff in it. here. And then he wrote stuff. another article, and I think I converted Jay. And if you're here, Sunshine Man, Jeff, you are my favorite. Yeah, it's not Jeff. Micah. Okay, I'm not going to say <laughs> it. So, but you guys know what that picture is, right? Right? So, you, you know what those guys are. So, there is, according to Jay, there's four types of drivers. And, by the way, doesn't mean just because you're one, you cannot transition into the next one or the third one or the fourth one. Right, and I know which I have been. Yeah, yeah, I know which (laughs) I have been from. And by the way, Chris, it also depends what kind of promotions you're being offered. Right, I have, Mm -hmm. I have for my cut plenty in my life. When Uber threw me a hundred trips for seven hundred bucks, I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna grind (laughs) and take your seventy bucks. So it's a you know, it's like a dance here we're doing, like those two for my car doing. You know, Formica, for all the new people here who don't know, is the Latin version of A. I'm not going to say the word. So I know the well, this, best. This is, this is Jay. This is Jay saying the end. So you can, you can, you can say the end. You're okay there. Okay. Can, <laughs> I'm okay for this. Okay. So, yep. so, I, so, so Jay, great job. He has two great articles, actually. And then his conversion to, you know, his last article is also amazing, which was, please go to the blog and read it. It's a goddamn three-minute read. Okay. Stop the TikTok stuff. Just read something. Okay, here we go. So four types of drivers. Which one are you? One, are you the happy ant? Okay. By the way, I'm going to, you know, Jay called me about this, just this part. He goes, Sergio, how do you describe a happy ant? <laughs> and I go, <laughs> this is this is how I describe a happy ant. 
So he goes, the first thing you might ask yourself, what is an ant? I was called an ant, which was me. I used to pound <laughs> Jay. I used to pound Jay nonstop because you're just an ant, bro. <laughs> I, and I started to write articles to make videos for the rideshare guy early in my career. True, that was me, the, the heckler in the crowd. And according to our ultimate guide, the rideshare driver lingo, ant, let's call them hardworking, accepting every chip, regardless of profitability, <laughs> content with what Uber Lyft DoorDash feeds them. No planning, just trying to make the daily revenue goal, they said, before leaving the house, regardless of how long it takes them to do so. That's what I said. That's what a happy ant is. You accept, in fact, have auto accept on and just finish your day and make your 100 bucks and go home. When I started driving in 2015, that was me. True. I was a happy ant. I loved the job, driving and making money. 2000 a week was my goal. I had yet to figure out how to use the system to maximize my profits. But I didn't need to because Uber Lyft paid San Francisco drivers minimum of 500 weekly bonuses based on ride volume. So every morning I got in my car and I drove. There is your happy end right here. Boom. Okay. Yep. So which one are you? Are you one? Nobody's going to put one here because they're going to get bombarded when they put one here. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, here's the thing. Jeff, Jeff if you're in the happy end, put one. Yes. If, if you're in the chat uh, or even, you know, after yeah, the fact, one. if you're the happy end, put one. Yeah. Please put one. You got 10 seconds. Let's see how many ones there are. I know Jeff was watching. So there he is. There he is. There you go. There's your there one. he is. There's Jeff with the one. Let's um, see how many more ones. How many more ones? One going I'll once, going twice. <laughs> well, either way, Serge, okay. I'll tell you. If they gave me $500 weekly bonuses yeah. and, you know, it was a good ride count, yeah, I would be happy and too. Oh, if I was absolutely. getting paid $1.50 a mile, Lisa I'd be an happy and no too. Share Lisa, you're not an ant. Right, no. hey man, like, guess what? Guess what? This week, remember that five for 50 they gave me a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, it's back again five for 50 or 25 for 150. So, I'm gonna do my five, take their money, and I'm gonna end. And 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 hey man, I'm proud of it. I just I drive when they show me the money, show me the money, I'm yours, buddy. So, that's yep. the happy end. So, this is one. No, 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 look at all these ones, bro. They're all like. Oh, Stardust Dust. There you go. Started, Started it as a one. One yeah, with okay. yeah. yeah. So you, you take know, this one. You take this miles one. by M's my, yeah. miles by M's B is uh, the same thing with me. One with good promos. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is yours. Go ahead. I'm right there with you. Yeah, I'll be the I'll be the happy little ant when I get those good promos. Yeah, there you go. All right, go number on. two is the yeah. angry independent contractor. <laughs> I think no, it's a pirate. That's yours. That's yours. That's yours. And third is mine, and fourth is yours. Oh, I got to be the angry? Oh. Yeah, yeah, you got to be angry. You got the voiceover. That's why. Okay. You want me to do this one, you son of a bitch? Angry independent contractor. This was... No, I can't do it that way. <laughs> this was the next phase of my career, but both Uber and Lyft were reducing their bonuses. Then they started offering bonuses to new drivers that would not provide to seasoned drivers the same thing. It's so frustrating, infuriating. <clears throat> All we want is a level playing field based on merit. Unfortunately, we did not have it, and we still don't have it. Every month, Uber and Lyft took something else away from the drivers. I began to realize that Uber and Lyft treated me as an employee without making any benefits of being the employee. Can you Screw believe them. they wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it. here's the question. Um how many people are the angry independent contractor? Yes. I think uh, quite a few are in that. Uh, quite a few, <laughs> because listen, man, we read these comments on eight eight thousand comments on a video, 
when my eyes are watering <laughs> in the middle of the night and 99% I go, F this, F that, F this. <laughs> I'm like, man, why is everybody's unhappy in this world? So I am sure a lot of you are this too, pounding that table saying, where is my quest? <laughs> yeah, yep, we've seen that in the, in the chat already. So if you're two, put two in the chat. And, uh, oh, again, if you're watching the replay, you're going to do fine. Okay. Yeah, we got, we're getting a few twos. <laughs> okay, twos. Okay. Uh, Sergio, I, I, I think you are an a, a angry independent contractor more at times I than not. I was a for sure two. When Jay was anting, I was a two, 100%. 100 million percent. I couldn't disagree whatsoever with that. Yes, I was a two. Uh -huh. And then and then I, I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> okay so next right, one well, let's move to number three yeah this is this is this is this is see this is okay this is what happens when oversaturation hits you're getting one ping that's reasonable every hour you're going how am i going to do this i need to make 200 bucks whatever okay so this is the self-exiled prisoner okay see these articles wonderful articles we write for you people go to the blog and read this thing at some level, we're all prisoners of our minds. We carry some self-limiting beliefs which force us to live lives far less generous and magnanimous than possible. In the rideshare space, I came to a place of feeling like a prisoner after 26,000 trips he made. <laughs> I drive, yeah, I needed to drive to make money. I got used to the money. Then with all the pay cuts, I had to drive longer and longer to achieve the same financial goals. If I had to drive, I had to use Uber and Lyft. Even though I hated so many other policies and changes, I had no choice. At least that is what I told myself. I had created a prison of my own mind. I had given up and nothing was getting better. Being angry was no longer working for me. Instead, I felt resigned. This was my lowest point as a driver as I was hitting this phase, the pandemic struck, and I left rideshare driving. I could not drive, so I had to find something else to do. It is unpredict In its unpredictable way, life intervened and put me on a new path. However, I have learned that I can change my life when it's not working. We may feel like prisoners, but we always have options. I think this is great. So this is, you know what? In a rideshare driver's life, you could be a one, which is an end, two, which is an angry independent contractor, go to a three, and then you find something else to do, which we always tell you people to do. Multi-app. Use these apps mm. for a plan B. Please, please, please. This is not a full-time gig. Now, there are maybe 10% of Azure drivers who are full-time or still grinding, right? And they're the ANs or whatever they are. But most of the people that we talk to and I talk to, you know, they're doing this for a, towards a plan B. They have... You know, they make the money, save the money, especially open a small business or move on or educate, go to go to college, educate themselves, get a better W-2, get a higher paying job. So don't be a prisoner. Don't be a self-exiled prisoner. OK, there you go. Mm -hmm. You know, I th honestly, I think uh, that has a lot of reflection, too, on jobs for a lot of people. And I think that's why some people leave and even get started in the gig economy yeah uh, because they're they're just not happy with the job that they're at or or anything yeah. like that so it's not just defined to being a driver but i'll tell you what yeah. i was three at one point um you know when i was when i was at a certain point within rideshare driving for uber and lyft um you know it was a few years ago at this point 
And I just got bitter. I just got bitter yeah, about it. Angry, I it. angry bro. Um, angry. I was angry. I was yeah. upset. I was mad. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to do this again. I just didn't have that that happiness to go out and, and drive. Yeah. I was just sick and tired of dealing with people. Burnout, and you know what? It, it kind of started. Yeah, it was rideshare burnout, really. Yeah, man. And, um, you know, after a little while, I took some time off and, uh, you know, kind of got things back on track. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I kind of kind of had to reevaluate what was going on. And it got me out of that mindset. Uh, and I kind of kind of take a step back. If I start feeling I might be going down that path again, um, you know, I kind of take a step back. I may, you know, not drive that time or take off. I know some people that might not be able to do that. Uh, you know, I have other things set up where I don't have to drive as much. It's become secondary and, and actually third area at times. Yeah. Um, but the whole thing that comes down to it is, you know, if you are unhappy doing something, you have the ability to always change it. And you should want, yeah. you want, if you realize you're in this situation where you feel like you're in a prison state, you know, you can always step back and, and you know, take some time off or figure something else out. Do something uh, that's going to kind of change your mindset a little bit uh, or just reflect on yourself and see why did I get into this in the first place? What yeah. made me happy about that? Is that yeah. still happening? Could I find that back? Uh, and, and, you know, this this is something where, uh, you know, because I've been through it. I, I don't know if Sergio, if you've been through it, I don't know if you want to talk bro, about I got, that. I got, I, bro, I did it. I did it full time for three years. I mean, right mm -hmm. in 2018, when we when we started facing the same situation as now, oversaturated markets, all that, and then you know you you're facing something new. Practically, Chris, you're facing something new with these apps every day. They throw at you mm -hmm. some crap every day. You have to figure it out. They zig you zag. It just became became too much of like a thinking game, right? I don't want to do it. I just want to drive and make money and go home, which it used to be. Then it becomes this. Then you go, oh, shit, what am I going to do now, right? And then hmm. oddly enough, when you don't do it for a while, you miss it. You really do. And then you go, okay, maybe I'll give it another chance. And then after five trips, you go, damn, it's the same thing as before or worse. Then you just completely turn yourself off. You know what I mean? But I yep. look, everybody goes, look, there's W2 burnout as well mm -hmm. i mean who says every oh, w2 yeah. employee is a happy-go-lucky customer there it's not right nope. i mean you have bosses you have to deal with you have hours you have schedules this and that yes this doesn't have that but then it has its own gamification and gamblification which we're going to talk about next week and you know it gets tiring after a while you know what i said to somebody the other day chris i said this is such a simple business man you pick you pick somebody up point a you're taking to point b why does this have to be so complicated right why do we have to mm -hmm. play all these games? There's none of this is necessary. But then this is Uber's way of doing things and Lyft's way and DoorDash's way. They have the burn and churn attitude. You know, it's like a, you know, I don't know, meat grinder. You just go in, average life of a driver is eight months. You get out, they replace you with 10 more, and then there's fresh blood. I mean, but it shouldn't be that way. It should have been a little bit easier maybe. But, hey, this is the self-exile prisoner. If you're in this state right now, you're probably going through burnout. You know, hey, shut them and shut the apps down. Do something else. Go get a W two. Whatever you need to do to refresh, because these apps are always going to be there for you. Yep. Or try a different app. You know, if you're tired of dealing with people, hundred percent. Do food delivery. If you are tired of driving behind the wheel or something, yeah. At that point, then you know, find something else like TaskRabbit or or one of these where you have a little bit more hands on. Um, yeah. those types of things. There's always there's so many apps out there right now that you can stay in the gig economy if you wanted to. Unending, it's just a matter right? of, of finding out what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's going to take a little bit of reflection. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I mean, right, you know what? we all self-reflect in whatever we're doing, Chris, right? We do it all mm -hmm. the time. We have W2. We could be a coder, a high-paying coder at Google. I mean, look at that. Yeah, they, they, you know, laid off 11,000 people after them being at Google for 15 years, 12 years. So there is no job security in the W2 world anymore either. So yep. to me, when people say, oh, W2 much better than this, I'm like, uh, not really. You don't have any job security anymore. You know, W2 world is evolving and changing as well. And this, mm -hmm. just like this thing is, right? So you have to roll with the punches and you have to know where you are in the gig economy. If, you know, it's always going to be there. The apps are always going to be there. So to me, it's like, don't go through burnout, get a refresh and start again. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. And Let's take a look at, oh, go ahead. Number four. All right, yeah. so this is the creator or the tool user. So life becomes a creative act for all of us at some point. I got to this point in my life in my mid-50s, not me, Jay, when I went to Thailand to write a book. Uh, suddenly, while swimming in the warm sea, I realized I could do just about anything I wanted to. Uh, with this energy is applied to rideshare driving, a driver can flourish. Rideshare driving has become a tool that can uh, be used for the plethora of personal goals. If you want to go to night school, you can drive during the day to make that extra money. If you want to work a regular job Monday through Friday, you can jump in the car, drive a full day on Saturday, make a couple extra hundred bucks. I knew a driver who would drive from Davis to San Francisco every Friday through Sunday. He would sleep in his car in a Safeway parking lot and shower at a health, health, a health club. He would drive and net a grand for hard work. The driver supported his family this way while he was doing graduate school. And focus, then he graduated landed his dream job. His driving days were over. And for most drivers, we aspire to use our talents and gifts in a way that serves the world while providing our families and loved ones. We find that anger does not serve us any longer. Instead, we work, we grind, we get the results we need to achieve what we most want in life. Rideshare driving has become a tool for us to achieve very aspirational goals. Yep, 100%. Okay, so Jay... Great article, buddy. Great article. Please go read it. I mean, this is most of it anyway. But here's the deal. I was definitely number two. Because I go like, that's my BS. Why, why are they changing? There's no quest this week. Why? Am I and I'm going like, bro, this is tiring. Okay, I'm chasing my tail here. Why am I doing this? <laughs> and then, and then, but one thing that in four that I always used from the first day, because I had mentors and they taught me the game really well before I even got out of the gate. I used all the tools in the toolbox. You know, I used all my DFs. I used all the tricks of the trade to become a top 1% driver in my city because I got myself two mentors. And I said this story before. I bought them lunch for a month. And I said, teach me before I accept my first request. And they did. So I used all the tools. So now I'm definitely in the four box, right? I still drive. Mm -hmm. But when I drive, you know, the pressure is not on me as much as it used to be. Meaning I can understand what kind of pressure you're going to be increased. If your rent is coming up, because this is my not livelihood. RSG is not my livelihood. I trade stocks. I do fine. I do this because I enjoy doing this. And it pays. You know, I'm not going to deny it. And But I'm definitely in four now. And I graduated. I was never one. I was definitely two. I was close to three, but I'm definitely four now. And, and so for all you people in the chat and watching later, you are in one of those categories. So which one are you now, Chris? Are you in four? You're in four, right? Right now, yeah, four. Yeah, four. And I, th I you know, I, th I think the part of it is that it's like, you know, it's for me, I don't have to, I don't have to rely on that money. Some people can. And I think that's where 
you know, it's going to kind of be a little bit of a crutch where they're going to either be in two or three a little bit more because, you know, if they're trying to make financial goals or, you know, meet their, their ends meet um, and have to work longer and, you know, want to enjoy with their family or their friends or whatever it might be, there's a little bit more pressure there. Um, you know, like I said, I've been able to, to step back from rideshare a little bit because I don't have to rely on that money as much, which yeah. is great. So for me, I get to go out when I want to, I get to enjoy a little bit more. And I mean, that's kind of part of it when it comes down to, to number four, um, yeah. and being able to do that. So to me, I think that's, that's nice. Uh, especially yeah, I mean, like I said, after, you know, I've, I've experienced all four of them, um, yeah. I have two. And, I'm not. It's, no, you, you. You. I have not experienced one ever, ever. I was always quality <laughs> over quantity. Always a US USDA cherry picker. Never was one. Mm. Ever what would be one. But I understand there are people who are ones and who do it. And you know, it's whatever floats your boat, my man. Because <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm not going to criticize you. Well, I'm going to try to beat you, but I'm not going to criticize you. For me, it was for me. I was number one when I first started because. Most people are going to be number one when they first start because they don't know what they don't know until they don't know it. So, yeah. you know, that that's exactly how I was. And yeah. once I started learning the tricks and the tools and, you know, everything that kind of went into it to make more informed decisions, yeah. you know, at that point, yeah, it was actually pretty decent then. Yeah. Uh, so well, I wasn't the man, thing, I was you know, a picker since then. Yeah, well, 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 you know, we talked about Uber's earnings, 2 billion trips they squeezed. DoorDash, 476 million, let's say 500 million. That's 2.5 billion trips. This is trips, individual damn pickups, drop-offs. Think about it, mm -hmm. okay? In three months. So Uber is doing one million trips per hour, every single hour, over and over and over. Now, I can see a lot of people who are doing the job of one out of desperation or necessity or a combination of both. If they have a W-2 and it's not enough, which in this economic environment, most people are doing it because of that, Right. And they want to make a couple 300 bucks extra cash, they're going to be ones. They don't know anything. They don't want channels like ours. They go, yeah, I'm just going to accept everything, make my 200 bucks this week and go home. You know what I'm saying? So that mm -hmm. has created a lot of ones, which is ants. I'm like, okay. But I, I am just fascinated by the mindset of these Formica. Okay. I just want to get in their brain and figure yeah, out. I mean why would you accept you know, this trip? It's not, it's losing you money, literally. Why? Why would you do I this? Well, I, I don't think some people take the time to understand their actual money situation when it comes down to the costs associated with driving. And I think that they see that, that fast money and they're like, oh, hey, I made 200 bucks in five hours. Okay, great. But you didn't. How much did you spend on gas? How much did you spend on the miles that you drove? What was your cost associated with yeah. that? Was it $40, $50 right there? Was it more? Yeah. I mean, what's that look like? So so you got to take that out. And then same thing, taxes, those types of things. What yeah. what about that? You know, yeah. so you made 200 bucks. Great. What did you really make? And yeah. I, th thing, I don't yeah, think people, thing. I don't think a lot of people take the time to figure that out. Yeah. I mean, I think one everybody thing. here in chat and watching these videos definitely yeah. do or at least yeah. have some sort of, of better understanding of their costs associated. Yeah. But when you get somebody who's just signing up and they're looking at it and they're like, oh, cool, I can go out and I can, oh, this ride's $8 that's coming in. Yeah, They don't maybe know that in actuality, they're losing money on that ride, even though it looks like yeah. $8 in actuality because of the costs associated, they're yeah. losing money. And I, I think yeah. that's a lot of it when it comes down yeah, to it. A lot of it, yeah. That's true. On education, of the value is lacking. You know, education There's is different lacking. subsets of ants yeah. 
Yeah. You know, you you have your aunts that are, you know, extreme part-timers that are going out maybe before or after work for an hour. Maybe they're going out uh, for a couple yeah. hours on the weekend. Cash to make flow, yeah, for them, yeah, I agree. Cool. I agree with you. It's cash flow for them, 100%. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm out here two hours. I'm going to take everything, make 50 bucks, go home. Mr. Gambit, yeah. you better a, buy a ticket. I mean, you're going to have a much different mindset at that. So, there, you know, you could be an ant, but you could be multiple facets within an ant. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have to have Jay break that down a little bit more. So, Mr. Gambit says, Sergio, you were one, meaning I was an ant. My acceptance rate has never been ever over 50%, but that's okay. <laughs> he goes, you just did not know it, he goes. The rate was a lot higher back then. You better come to the to Curbivore, buy your goddamn $5 ticket, and say that to my face. I'm just messing with you. I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> uh, you know what? He may have a point there because, yeah, the rates were a lot higher, but I always yeah. check. So it, I don't think I don't think you know, I was ever one, but that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 I will say I was. I will say, but it, you know, it took me the education in order to learn. But here's the thing, though, too. You said before you even started driving, you were being trained by somebody. So if you didn't have that training, would you have gone out and become an ant? Probably. Probably, yeah. And, and you know, the other thing is, look, in life, you have to diversify. In trading, you have to diversify in your in your apps. Now, you know, look, where truth is the market's oversaturated. There's a lot of drivers out. DoorDash is saying it. Uber, is, Uber said there's 5.4 million global drivers. DoorDash has 3 million. Look at this, 8.4 million. 8 million. That's a lot of miles to feed with the same pie. Now, to mm -hmm. me, you know, to me, the most important thing now, drivers should do and have to do, because I know millions of out there who have only single app that they drive around with, right? And then they complain, I didn't make any money. Yeah, because your utilization is down. So all I can tell you is that just like number four, have a lot of tools in the toolbox. While the tools now is trips and tricks that we used to have with destination filters and spoofing and all that good stuff. Those are done. Those are pro pro trades. Now the tools in the toolbox are apps, as many apps as possible, because your your time is for sale to the highest bidder. Period. Period. End of conversation. Yeah. My time when I'm out there two hours, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, Spark, Shipped, Instacart, whatever. Okay. Oh, look at this offer. No good. Oh, next one. Yeah, this is worth my time. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to shut all the other apps off and then I'm going to move on because I just sold my 20 minutes to Uber Eats for 20 bucks. Boom. They bid yeah. 20 bucks. They took my 20 minutes. Have a nice day. There you go. Yeah, I agree right there. And uh, I think that's one of the biggest things. I think the, the, one of the subsets of the ant or the happy ant is the loyal ant, what you just said. And that is the one that sticks with one app and you know they're they're probably going to hit two or three probably pretty quick, uh, especially in the event something like a you know a temporary deactivation, uh, like some false report or something saying you were drunk and you know you, you can't drive for one or two days or something. So you know that type of thing could could really push you over. But yeah. you know you could be an ant and a happy ant. You could make a lot of money too. Uh, you just. I'm Definitely not against any of it. I'm not labeling anybody. All I'm saying is there are times you got to grind an ant. There are times you got to be a cherry picker. As mm -hmm. long as you know that, I'm okay. All right. Because in general, cherry picking works. But then if depends what they throw at you, the variability, Chris, is huge. From one oh, yeah. week, 400 chips for 700 bucks. The next week, you go 100 chips for 50 bucks. I'm like, hell no. I'm not going to do that. 
But if you give me the money, I'm going to take it with much appreciation and grind and end my life out for a whole week. But then I'm going to see the rewards. I'm going to get the sugar. Hmm. So that's it. That's how I got a comment right here. It says, I just don't know if Lyft is worth it. Although the 160 for 2,900 guarantee is tempting. 100%. Go go do it. Do it. Do the ride. Do the 160. You'll see. And uh, you can make your decision there. It's like your trial period. That's 18, 20, <laughs> that's 18 bucks a ride. Do it. Just do 160 yep. shorties. Set your DF four miles apart. Go to a college area. Bang, bang, bang. Lyft will lose 1500 bucks on that. There you go. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to our next uh, topic. And that is Lyft is now going to be charging for drivers to wait. So they're going to be just like Uber, charging wait times. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? Driver is not getting paid. <laughs> but yeah, well, there's a big but there <laughs> yeah so they, essentially you know, what it is it's uh yeah. fees start occurring after two minutes i don't know how it took them this long to actually start doing the wait i have no um, idea i mean this is this is 2023 that we're in uber how started doing uber that, that how long did uber have that do you know how long uber had oh that God, wait time? Maybe, i want to say maybe 2017 2018 yeah, five years right? yeah so the, you, now you know how bad of a shape Lyft is in. Now they start charging weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So fees start accruing at two minutes after the driver arrives. Continue to accumulate on a per minute basis after the two minute mark, just like Uber's. Uh, if you want fancy and order to Lyft Lux Black or Lux Black XL, you get the VIP treatment with a full Ooh. five minutes before Ooh. the weight charge starts. <laughs> if your driver manages to get there before the estimated arrival time, the charges start two minutes after the original time estimate. So drivers, don't get there too quick. Yeah, take your time. <laughs> uh, Lyft claims these fees keep the platform running smoothly. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it, but the, the, the other thing, too, is uh, if your ride's canceled and you charge cancellation fee, you won't be charged for wait time. Wait time fees do not apply to Lyft shared, Lyft access, Lyft assisted, or car seat rides. Yeah. Well, yeah. So... Okay, you know, Uber at least pays you something, few, few, you know, a few peanuts they throw at you because when they start, after, you know, two minutes, they start charging wait time. FYI, on comfort trips, wait time went up to seven minutes now instead of five. So they, that's why my ex did not show up when I did a comfort trip the other day. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It's five minutes. The guy didn't show up. I got to cancel. And the clock is still running. I'm like, okay. Then I figured it went up to seven minutes on Uber comfort. But at least Uber pays you something. You know, they take their cut, obviously, they have to take their cut. And then they'll pay you 20 cents, 30 cents, 23 cents, whatever the heck it is. It's not worth it to me. You know, I, I love the passenger whose ass is on the curb when I show up, period. Yeah. That's why. Here's another, oh, yeah. tip. Here's another tip for you, drivers, aides, veterans, whatever. Guess what? When I accept a trip, I'm going to finish that trip. My cancellation is like 1% because I cherry pick so much that if I accept it, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. As soon as I accept it, there's two two buttons I push on the app. One, boom, no more new requests, no trip radar, no garbage, no other pings coming my way. <laughs> because the trip I picked on the road. The trip I picked is the one I want to do. My choice, right? Number two, the other thing I do, you know, they have auto text now in, in the in the in the Uber app. And so that they have it mm-hmm. in the list, but not as good as Uber's. The first one it says I'm on my way. I go click, I'm on my way, right? And then I have pre-populated one, Chris, that says, I'm two minutes out. Click two minutes before I get the destiny. I mean, pick up. I go, I'm two minutes out. And now I'm creating a dialogue with the passenger. I go, listen, meaning I don't want to wait for your ass. 
or do your makeup yep. or whatever the heck you're doing in this, okay? Especially in morning rush hour, LA, double parked in busy streets. I'm like, man, I don't want to get a ticket. I don't want to get in a crash. And then when I get there, click, about actually 500 yards before I get there, click, I arrive. Most of them are there. They're like, I don't see you. I go, I'll be right there. So use these mm -hmm. tools in the app to communicate way before the trip starts. And then you'll be surprised how many people actually look at their phones. Because guess what? Yep. They're going to work. You know, they don't want to be late, whatever it is. And so start communicating with your passengers. And, and it's going to work out. So Lyft, I, they admit it, by the way, that they're not passing it on to the driver. <laughs> so they're just charging the customer. I'm like, seriously, Lyft? I mean, look, I don't want to pound you guys week after week, but you are putting yourselves in this situation that I must mm -hmm. laugh. Who is waiting? The algorithm is not waiting. I'm waiting, burning gas for your yep. passenger. I mean, really? Okay, take your cut. Take your 25%. Pay me something. I'm waiting, man. You know what I mean? So there you go. Yep. I completely agree there. I mean... The whole thing is it should be paying to the driver for waiting there. Yeah. And I, I don't know why they, they took this long to, to start. But here's the cra here's the crazy thing though. Uber's been doing this, like I said, like we said, probably what five years at least. And Lyft just started, and then they're getting all this negative press. Oh my god, they're gonna charge you to wait. Yeah. It's it's been like Uber for how long? What <laughs> like, planet are you on, bro? What planet? Just trying to get another thing for the new story. Yeah, because they're the loyal, you know, the loyal and, you know, there's ants for drivers and there's ants for passengers. <laughs> they only yep. use one. They don't price shop. They don't do any of it. I'm loyal to Lyft. Yeah. I'm going to get screwed on Lyft to high, high or high water. I'm like, okay, <laughs> now you're going to pay for, pay for wait time. And now you're complaining? <laughs> you aren't complaining only, that Lyft is, you know? The I'm only right. times that I ever use Uber and Lyft, I, I look at two main factors. Yeah. how far it's going to be but mostly what the cost is going to be yeah i want the things. cheapest ride i'm going to get yeah. i just want you know, to know how fast you pick me up and yeah, exactly. driver you know so how fast do you pick me up lift five or uber four okay uber <laughs> or and wait, you want me to do a wait and see if i can you yeah. want me to do a wait and save and i can save six bucks all right yeah. let's do that yeah. price and time baby price and time you know you pick yep. me up faster and it's cheaper i'm yours for today just like anything else. You know, yep. My money is also for hire. And I'm going to pay you my good old earned money. I want to do it as cheaply as possible. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, we got a new unaccompanied minor screen, it looks like. Okay, this is real, by uh, the way. So I don't know what city this is in. I, I didn't get that. Did you get this one? I haven't had to cancel on unaccompanied minor in a little while, which is nice. Okay. So most I, I got this from three drivers. It looks exactly the same, so I only put up one. So I'm look, I'm I haven't seen this yet. Whoever saw this, please educate me. Now, the way this looks is almost kind of says, well, if you think it's okay, take the 18 year old or under in your car without adult supervision. That's the way I'm kind of sick. See, up there, it says unaccompanied minor. Got that. According to the TOS, it said, mm -hmm. no, no, you cancel and you move on, right? But then now it says people under 18 years old must be, this is like an oxymoron here. People under 18 years old must be with an adult rider for the entire trip. Granted, correct, according to the terms of service, fine. 
per Uber's community guidelines. Whatever those communities are, I agree. But now yep. you're giving me the choice. Nah, I think it's going to be okay. I'll continue the trip. I'm like, huh? No, I'm not going to continue the trip unless there is an adult with this 18 or younger person. Or it says cancel trip. So now we have a choice to make. So is this saying to me that if there is an adult, continue the trip, but if there is no adult, cancel and go? Is that what it's saying? Yeah, pretty much. Wait, okay. uh, you know, there, there's a little ghost text down at the bottom that says, are you really sure that you want to cancel? Because you don't have to. I think there's a subliminal message here. <laughs> nudge, nudge. Uh, yeah, don't, hey, don't you know, if you're desperate, trip. maybe. <laughs> Mark, no, please, people, please, please, just cancel. The big old red bar there at the cancel. Yeah. If there's no adult. Yeah, the, reason, the reason is, is because it says per Uber's community guidelines. Yeah. This is there. And, you know, I've said it on other videos. I'll say it right now. It becomes a liability issue. If you take somebody who's yeah, under 18, something happens, yeah. you're 100% liable and everything will fall on you. Their insurance company from okay. Lyft or Uber is going to say, ooh, that, that person is not, they're, they're, they're not within the guidelines. I'm sorry, we're not paying you for this. And then if anything happens, who is the person going to come after? Well, you're definitely going to be on there. Uber and Lyft are going to be like, well, uh, you know, they're not supposed to be on our platform under 18 uh, per our guidelines. So they're going to try and weasel their way out of that. Yeah, yeah That's no. the whole thing. Look, don't do it. Don't do you it. You may be desperate for money, but please, you know, something happens. Don't it could change it. your entire world around. Why do you think people are using Uber and Lyfts to get around after they've been drinking? Because yeah. one DWI can change somebody's life forever. Um, and have some very negative effects depending on, you know, the severity of what had happened, not just getting pulled over. I mean, that's $10,000 that you may not have. That's just, oof, you're gone. You might see jail time. You might've killed somebody. Um, yeah. You don't know. So here's the thing. When it comes to an unaccompanied minor, the best thing to do, don't fall for this little shenanigan saying, are you really sure that you want to cancer? Or would you like to continue? Let's, let's continue. Wait until they put that thing green, continue trip green, uh, with a dollar sign, <laughs> show me the dollars. Uh, show me the dollar, and then 100% liability for you, my man. Um, we want you to take that ride because we're going to get our cut. But uh, I no, don't have the easiest thing on it just cancel, cancel the trip. Yeah. Don't be that desperate, please. please know your worth, please. Please don't do it. Okay, anyway, next one, and then I think we're done after this. Yeah, we um, got our uh, our funny feel good stories now. So let's uh, let's move to a driver from Boston. Okay, so uh, I got this last week. There you go, baby. So, um, driver from Boston. And this is the first, you know, he sent this to me last week, obviously. Um, for yeah, the week February of February 6th. 6th to February 13th. Okay. He goes, Sergio, your quest 5450 is unbelievable. I'm like, just, yeah, I know his name, but I'm not going to say it. But yeah, Boston driver. I got another one of those. Haha. <laughs> and then he goes, check out the garbage garbage they sent me. So he sent, you know, some screenshots, ludicrous screenshots. Okay. Ridiculous. <laughs> you know, eight bucks for 14 miles and stuff like that. And I'm going like, oh, geez. Okay. So like 50 cents a trip. Yeah. yeah doesn't yeah. even get time mile, there. Yeah. He goes, check out the garbage they sent me. I don't even bother during the week. Okay. I go, well, wonderful. This is fantastic. Because I will say, <laughs> As a student of yours, I've become a world-class cherry picker. 
<laughs> yeah. I have done some good on this planet. Now I can die. <laughs> and then here's my earnings last three, last week. Only drove three days. You know, okay, kudos. Whatever you do, buddy, it's all good. Thank you for the knowledge you share. And he put all his numbers. I don't even have to calculate on this one. 342 <laughs> miles, buck 58 a mile. And he included all the miles, dead miles, all, you know, period two miles, dead miling home, all the miles. Buck 58 mm -hmm. a mile. Very profitable. I don't know what kind of car he drives, but I don't care what kind of car he drives. I hope it's a beater, but if it's not, still very profitable. $13.17 mm -hmm. a chip. Excellent. You know, I would like that to see go up maybe to 15 to 16 levels. That shows me that you're not really truly cherry picking as USDA style, but then you're on your way. And hey, here's the one 34.19 per hour. Do you see this, Chris? It only says online here. Do you see that? Doesn't say mm -hmm. goddamn active. Here is a driver that made 34 Uber, not your 34. There you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, then let's move then, to the next page. And then the next page shows up. I go like, this is the same guy. He goes, applying, yep, decline. Last week. Yeah, this is the exact same guy. Applying, decline, garbage. Know your worth, you know, strategy and working hard. Working hard is the key word. He hustled, okay? He worked. And yes, my strategy changes a bit with a quest 90 rides for 295. In which case, I'm going for more quick shorty rides than I normally would. Absolutely, sir. Mm -hmm. Correct strategy. So on a 90 yep. ride quest, I need about half of them to be quick ones, then only super profitable, medium to longer rides. There you go. So you become a top 1% driver in Boston. You're nice. the man. Well, here you go. Look at on See the, what on I mean? See, see that? See that? See, see that? 40, all the numbers are fantastic now. But here you said you wanted to see his uh, his per trip up. Now it's fifteen seventy six, so it's almost and it's right, shy right there, right there, right there. For this sure. is pro pro category, right there. Boom. Yep, and that's a dollar eighty six a mile versus uh, doing that fifty cents a mile stuff. So, uh, hey, congrats, good job there, right. and definitely taking up those awesome uh, those lovely, lovely little benefits and promotions that are coming in. Yeah, I mean, I, that promotion is great. 390 bucks, obviously. But, but you know what? I, I Hold on. I also did, you know, because I know there's going to be some naysayers. He goes, oh, yeah, because he got all that money from the promos. Okay, let's do this, Chris. Let's take the 390 out. Let's take 400 out. Okay. So he's left with 1100. Okay. That means he did search chips. He got some decent tips. So now he's $1,113. You divide that by 37. He still averaged over 30 bucks an hour. Okay. There you go. So mm -hmm. all the naysayers, they yeah. go, carry picking That's doesn't also, work. Yeah, there you go. You know what? The, the naysayers got to complain about everything because are I'm you going to drive when there's no promotions or are you going to drive when there is promotions? I'm Make that of. extra money. That's the whole point. Show me the money. You had a Show me the money when you're going to drive. If you want to be a naysayer and be like, oh, well, that's because, because he was getting the promotion. I don't give a shit if he got the promotions. That's what you want to see. Yeah. Come on. Get with it. Get with the program. That's the program. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, you, you sound like an unhappy hand talking like that. <laughs> yeah. Get with the program. This is, this is it. All right. Okay, What's this? this? Okay. This is my, this is, this is, this is daylight. You guys can see the daylight outside. Okay. <laughs> so this guy on the left, 5 p.m., I pick him up. Within 30 seconds, he passed out. I'm talking, I'm not joking now. Okay. He's not dead. He's not dead. He passed out. So I'm like, okay. I open the door. I don't want to touch the guy. Do you guys see all my windows are down? The other one is down. I'm trying to air him out by the time I get there. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. no, he's not waking up. Guess what, Chris? Guess what? 911. I ain't touching this guy. I ain't pulling him out. I'm not putting him in the house. He's not wearing a seatbelt on top of that. I'm going like, hey, man. I'm just going to let the clock yeah. run. The clock is running. I didn't end the trip. Clock is running. And oh, then yeah. I go, 911. Fire department shows up. I go, listen, man. Look, I'm over. I ain't touching this guy. He goes, you did the right thing, sir. They got him out of the car. I go, and the other one, poor girl, you know, it was early in the morning, you know, a walk of shame, gets in the car, pancake. I'm going like, fuck. I drive in the morning, I get these. I drive in the afternoon, I get these. I mean, I don't know, bro. I don't know what's going on. Sorry. All I know is you want to get these people up and out without having to call 911, uh, get some earplugs and an air horn, and they'll be up and wow. out of your car. The only thing is you might might need to put down like a little diaper or something for them because they might shit their pants. I haven't done that. That's a well, you know, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll try. That. But yeah, get 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 the nice earplugs. Like if you go to a gun range or something, get those nice earplugs uh, that are going to cover your ears and you know bring down those vessels. <laughs> you blow that air horn, they're going to wake up. They're going to jump yeah, three feet in the air. Funny. They're going to bash their head on this thing, and then you're going to be like, "Get the hell out of my car." <laughs> Yeah, look, okay, this happens to a lot of people, okay, a lot of drivers, so this is what we're driving. I, I distinctly remember the, tip, the trip on the left, Santa Monica pickup, literally like four miles away, six and a half dollars. This is what I have to go through for six and a half bucks, okay? Nice, yeah, yeah, Mo, this is right here driving. Are you guys watching Uber? Let's see what we go through for you. And then the other one was at least a high surge morning, early morning trip. It was like going from Santa Monica to West Hollywood for 40 bucks. I'm like, okay, I'll take it. You can sleep, do whatever you want. So there we go. <laughs> this is what, imagine what drivers go through at drunk hours, real drunk bar hours, right? I mean, hey, man, you know. So anyway, have fun you know with what? the gig. Honest, honestly, for drunk hours, it's not, I mean, yeah, you're going to get a couple of people, people that pass out. I may get like one a weekend or something. And other than that, it's like the the annoying really? drunk who's like, no man, keeps Have you figured out what kind of drunks there are? By the way, have you figured out what kind of what type oh, of drunks God. there are? Yes, you got there the repeating three. drunk. You got the, pass out drunk. you got the angry drunk. No, yeah. there's more than that. You got the angry oh. drunk. You got the the flirty drunk. You got the uh, you got a lot. There's quite a few different drunks. No, I but... put them in three categories. There is happy drunk, sad drunk, and a mad drunk. So you you have subcategories of those categories. The first two are drunk. fine. The last one is tough to handle. So there you go. <laughs> All right, well, that's, that's a couple of Sergio uh, rides that he had to deal with. But uh, let's go it, on bro. then. Uh, no so, tip, no trip. Yeah. Shows piles of orders sitting at a restaurant counter again. Yeah, oh. again. Yeah, look at all that food. No tip, no trip. This is getting out of hand. But anyway, you know, I just thought this was kind of funny, you know. And then, you know, a lot of drivers are going with no tip, no trip, you know, all this stuff now, which, hey, man, I agree with those. Don't take those trips. If you're going to complain about it later, don't go, you know, don't go uh, to the face, face your customer saying, oh, why didn't you tip and do a video and get deactivated? This is stupid. Don't just don't. How about don't take the order? Just decline. Yeah. I hear just decline. No, you're a happy. No, you're a happy gig worker. So this one yeah. is no tip, no trip. DoorDash shows piles of order sitting. OK, we know that. So so this is the customer comments. You know, it goes. What if they tip good, but the person brings cold food? Well, that's not up to us because the restaurant is garbage and gives us the food cold. It's not like I'm cooking the food, bud. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you ding the driver. I'm like, hey, all you have to do is call DoorDash and get credit and get the restaurant involved. But don't hurt me with 
tip baiting me or taking a tip out, you know, or even steals food. See, this is what we're down to now. There's millions, three million good dashers out there, and a couple of these knuckleheads give us bad names. Because yep. that's why people don't tip before. I always tip cash afterwards. <laughs> you, I have ne- I've gotten out of 1,100 deliveries last six months, Chris, I've gotten two cash tips. <laughs> yeah. Everything goes in the app, buddy. I you want know, my if, money if up you front. Want, if you want good cash tips, be a pizza delivery driver. Trust me, you'll get cash tips. Because most of the time you're dealing in cash uh, when they're paying and you're getting okay. the cash tip on top of it. So yeah. then, that's always yeah. a nice thing. Here comes another uh, knucklehead customer. You're going to have to be employed by that particular pizzeria. <laughs> yeah, here, here comes another knucklehead customer. He goes, I don't tip anymore because the driver sucks so bad. See what I mean? So bad. But when they actually do a good job, I give him cash when they come. These are all liars. They're all liars. They don't tip cash. They lie. They lie. They lie through their teeth. And some even shared their belief that the anger of dashers against non-tippers is misguided. How is it misguided? You, DoorDash pays me two twenty-five to go four miles, and my anger is misguided. I mean, I don't get angry. I just decline. Just decline. Just decline. No problem. The biggest thing is it should not tip should be an addition. It should be an appreciation, yeah. something extra. It shouldn't be that is part of the the wage that a worker is making. It should yeah. not. Yeah. Um, these companies should be paying properly when it comes to orders and deliveries and, and rides all around. Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't be including on that because <clears throat> really, I don't know the vast how many... majority of people don't really tip. They absolutely don't. And then, you know, the other thing, Chris, I know I'm going to offend a lot of dashers and a lot of Uber Eats, Grubhub people. Okay, I've done enough deliveries to have a firm opinion on this. Okay, delivering food is working for tips, period. Because when base rates are three bucks, 350, 225, 240, if there's no tip, I mean, none of these deliveries make sense. Okay, if you guys think base rates are bad at rideshare, I mean, food delivery is horrible so we work for tips right there <laughs> so i much appreciate yep. it you know don't be stingy tip tip your driver here you go okay so this is the promo for next week's show what do you guys see here you know a little rabbit with a carrot hanging right guess which one who the rabbit is that's the driver uh, right there that's i'm the i'm the one who's holding the string no that's uber <laughs> That's Uber. Uber is holding the string with the juicy carrot at the end, and the cat and the and the, the 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 mind games. We're going to talk about, you know, um, positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement. How you guys are being trained like rabbits to chase the carrot. Look, it may be insulting to some people, but I think it's about time we talk about this. It's a little psychology. It's a little bit of you know human human behavior, and why these people employ thousands of thousands of human behavior analysts, psychiatrists, and psychologists because of gamblification and gamification of these apps to make you take that 225 DoorDash order. And here you go. This is next week's promo. I think we're done. You're not the carrot we zoom. You're full of shit. <laughs> no, we're just gonna we're just gonna wrap up with our, our giveaway. We're giving away these uh four in one magic mount giveaways from Skosh. Uh, which is going to be a really nice little thing for people who who want that. Uh, these are great. Uh, both Sergio and myself have one. You know, great car mount sticks right to the phone. Uh, that phone is going to stay on there, not moving and all that. 
Um, so if you want your chance to win, uh, it's going to be the top five most rides or deliveries. Whatever you do as a gig worker, uh, most completed rides, deliveries on yeah. all platforms, uh, your total. So whatever you do for the total week, um, again, that's for this week and this week only. Uh, it will end on Monday, um, basically around that time frame of when a new week does begin. Both Uber and Lyft are at 4 a.m. on Monday. Uh, yeah. So that's why it includes uh, up to Monday. So just send the screenshots of your completed rides and deliveries from this week uh, to Sergio. His email is Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Uh, please send it in before 3 p.m. noon noon pacific on the day of the show because we are going to announce it later on the show at 6 p.m eastern 3 p.m pacific uh right. so no previous winners for the last six months can win uh you got to be in the u.s to win and void where prohibited this is a, all this that is a 40 40 or a 50 dollar item on their website so it's not junk it's uh, the best like it's, yeah it's, it's the best folder you will ever have in your life okay seriously it goes on the window the windshield the air vents Whatever you, I mean, this is great. I used it. I love yep. it. And I just and bought a new a big Samsung phone. Too, so, yeah, yeah they have a couple of different units out there. Uh, so if you want to look at one, maybe that one isn't specifically for you. Yep. Uh, they do have some other ones out there that you can check out. Link's going to be in the description. Gary, give me so a if you call. want to check that out. Yeah. Gary, mm -hmm. give me a call. I emailed you. Check your email. Spam box. Gary Middleton there. Um, so again, to finish, thank you guys. Much appreciated. Okay. We have 50 meet and greet super heavily discounted five bucks okay five bucks that's going to cost you five bucks to come to curbivore meet me meet pedro meet the professor probably um talk great food great drinks great environment great networking opportunity um parking is going to probably 10 to 15 bucks downtown la it's on olive huge parking lot um, I'm going to be there at 8 a.m. Whenever you guys show up, say, please come say hello. Let's shake hands. Let's talk because I want to put faces to all these names that I see. Mr. Gambit, you, your ass better be there, Mr. Gambit. You know what I'm saying? I know you're in L.A. So anyway, so show up anytime from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. You know, free food. Can't beat free food. And it's good stuff. So you just got to pay for parking. Oh. Come on, man. It's no big deal. So first 50. Yeah. First 50. If it goes over 50 and it's already sold out, then we'll release another 50 next week. Because the yeah, ticket don't, carry don't charging 100 bucks for the ticket. Hey, don't, yeah. don't wait until next week thinking that that's going to be the case. Yeah. But either yeah. way, all right, guys, go out there, make some money. Thumbs you up. Know, send your screenshots to Sergio. Let us know what's going on, how you're doing out there, all that good stuff. Anything Pretty crazy cool. as well, too. We'd love to know, um, especially yeah. since they like to test a lot of different things in different markets. Uh, just helps us be aware of what is going on. Uh, and then uh, with that being said, we'll see you guys next week. Yep.